0: Good evening, my friends. This is Vincent, and welcome to America Next. This is episode 40, and I want to talk to you about a couple of key events over the last few days, and hopefully, I will bring some new insight into the world around you. As you've seen from the title of episode 40, it's called Disgust, Hope, and the Way Forward. Now, when I talk about disgust, let's just talk about disgust. OK, one of the things that has happened in the last week, you know, naturally, everybody's talking about former President Trump being indicted. Got you. That's, uh, you know, that's big news. But one of the things that has not been talked about as much is what's happening in Tennessee. You see, you remember a couple of weeks ago, there was a mass shooting in Tennessee And when six people at a school was killed, well, the young people, Generation Z, has been getting really tired of politicians doing nothing, just giving this issue lip service. So Generation Z has been protesting around the country, but in particular in Tennessee, to bring attention to this matter. Well. In Tennessee, naturally, there are politicians who agree that we should do something about gun control. Three Democratic politicians in the state legislation join in the protest. They join in with the young people to say, yes, we should do something. Well, the Republican-controlled state legislation, they didn't like that. So what did they do? They decide to run them out of the chambers, out of the House um, chambers, and they plan to vote this week to expel, expel them from, from state c- Congress. Now, yes, that is extreme. What they said they're going to do is these three democratic democratically elected officials Elected by the people to represent their district, they said, we're just going to kick them out of Congress. We're going to expel them, okay, because they had a nerve to protest against our policies. Well, as you can imagine, that's creating a lot of backlash and a lot of problems for a lot of people. Now, the state, they can go through with this action. The Republican-controlled state legislation legislators can go through and expel them. But it's not going to be something that they're going to easily walk away from. Because when they do that, those three politicians who happen to be Democrats, what you're telling their constituents is that we don't care about what you need. Okay? We don't care of whether you get representation. Only thing matters is what we do. So, all of those people who voted for those congressmen, oh yes, they are going to be up in arms in a big way. Two, the congressman itself, they have begun to file papers to file charges against the state legislation. This is going to go on. This is not going to be something that quietly goes away. It's going to get local and national attention because what they are doing is what has trying to be done in other places. For example, in Texas, you know, the school boards there as the school board, as the governor in Texas wanted to have a very conservative school board, he started removing people from the school board that didn't agree with him. Okay. In Florida, you know, the, um, the governor there wants to, you know, has a very strong opinion about abortion. And as a district attorney there voiced his opinion that he did not believe that we should be controlling a woman's body. Well, the governor there had him removed from his job. You see, this kind of oppression of your opposition is something that has been done many times before. And in recent history, it was done during Hitler's time. You see, when Hitler came to power, he just didn't one day walk in and, t- and everything was his, there was a series of steps that went along. There were many um, different actions that occurred. One of the things that happened is when his, his party went up for an election the first time, they did not get control. That did not set well with him. So what happened is they began to intimidate, harass, jail, And make people disappear that did not go along with them. Okay? So when you see this happening here in the United States, understand, you should be very, very, very concerned. It's one thing for a state legislation to, you know, censor people, to smack them on the hand, to take away some committee seats. But when you say, I'm going to expel you, just because you're protesting, you are sending a different message altogether. You are telling people that I don't care whether what your constituents want. I only care about what we want. We are the majority here and we will do what we want, regardless of what the people want. See, so those three democratically elected officials, state officials, they represent three different districts. And the people elected them because they liked what they had to say. And now you're going to tell those people they don't have any representation anymore so that the state can do what it wants? It's not going to go over well. Mark my words, this is going to blow up in Tennessee's face, and it should. I strongly uh, recommend that the three congressmen there that they use every legal avenue possible to bring the state government to a halt. Use every ounce of power they have. Get the Justice Department involved. Get Yes, get the U.S. Justice Department involved. Go on TV. Have marches. Do whatever necessary. Create problems. Get the people of Tennessee to stand up and fight. Make this an ugly issue. Make it so that the state is spending more time fighting this than doing anything else. Because it is not right to kick somebody out just because you agree with them. Especially, now if they had done something egregious like, you know, come in and and shot up the place, I could understand that. But what they did was join in a protest, a peaceful protest, to say, we want gun control. Okay? So all of you, understand. This is something that the Republicans, the extreme Republicans, gonna try to do in other places. And when you hear it, get mad and get loud. Don't just stand around and think this is no big deal. No one has the right to remove your elected officials. No one. Okay. Now, another area I want to talk about is the youth of America. I don't know if you know it or not. This week, we've had something occurring that that has been absolutely beautiful, okay, in America. And this is the hope part of, of the title of this, okay? The first story I gave you was disgrace. This is the hope part of things. Generation Z, as I told you earlier, has been, in the last couple of weeks, standing up and fighting, you know, all of this crap that the extreme right is trying to put into place. I mean, they have become vocal beyond belief. In the last two or three days in Tennessee alone, they have been marching by the thousands to say, we want new legislation dealing with guns. And on Thursday of this week, April 6th, they are holding a massive um, rally all across the country when kids are walking out of school to protest, to say to the elected officials, we need new responsible gun control. Now, additionally, what the kids have been doing is helping with voting. In Wisconsin, there was an election going on in Wisconsin for a new um, member of the state Supreme Court. The two opponents one was a Democrat who believed in women's rights and believed in fair elections. And then there was this other guy who was running for the seat. Now, he doesn't believe in women's rights, he doesn't believe in uh, equal voting. He doesn't believe in a lot of the the justice um, ideas that we have become accustomed to. He wanted to get in there and continue to do what he could to help the Republicans continue to discriminate against people. Well, guess what? The election was held yesterday, on the 4th. And the biggest turnout came from the young people, Generation Z. They waited in line for hours all over the state to cast their vote, and yes, the Democrat won. The woman who is now the new elected Supreme Court member in in Wisconsin is someone who believes in equality, justice, and fairness. So she's going to help turn back the things that the Republicans have tried to do because she gives the Supreme Court there. The edge. The Democrats now have the edge so they can get rid of the, you know, abortion bans. They can get rid of the the this crazy um, maps, the gerrymandering maps that they have been drawing up, trying to um, control who can vote and where. She's going to help with that. This is significant. Her win is significant, but the young people supporting her is significant. Generation Z, I thank you. You are the hope. You really are. Because you're standing up and you're not taking crap from anybody. And I love you for it. Thank you for doing that. Because this is what we need. Because as you've seen, as some of you have said, the older crowd, the ones that's in office now, many of them are just completely out of touch with reality. Their constituents want one thing, and these old guys are determined to live the way they did 25, 30 years ago. Well, Generation Z, if they have anything to say about it, is not going to let it happen. So they are the hope. Now, going forward, going forward, we have a lot to do. As all of you know, and I have said before, this is this is not a sprint. This is this is going to be a long race, you know, a long fight for you know to save our democracy. But we are making progress. Okay, we are making tremendous progress. I mean, in the last few days, you've seen Generation Z step up and say they are going to. Be, be a major part of the next, you know, cycle of elections. We have a new progressive Democrat mayor in Chicago. We have the new member of the Supreme Court in Wisconsin. And yes, we have the indictment of Trump in New York. Okay? We have these wins in the last couple of days. We are stepping up. We are making a difference but we still have a long way to go. You, all of you out there must understand that in spite of the good news we have, and you should feel good about it. Don't think that the fight is over and do not take anything for granted because those guys, you know, it's, it's, it's pathetic how they are determined to destroy your democracy. I mean, Just think about what has happened in New York a couple of days ago, when former President Trump was arraigned, okay? Now, there was not a big turnout for um, him. You know, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew that was not going to happen because, one, you just don't go up there and mess with people in New York. You just don't do that. And, two, people are getting tired of his mess. But still, there are people around the country talking about You know, this is going to just make him the the new leader of the world and he's going to win the presidency even if he's in jail. These people are so far down the rabbit hole that they have lost sight of anything resembling reality. They don't care if it makes sense. They don't care if they turn their back on their husband or wife or their uh, other family members. They don't care if they give their last dollar They don't care if their actions go against everything that Christianity stands for, okay? They don't care about any of that. They are so far down the rabbit hole that they cannot let go. They have to hold on to this pathetic idea that what he said, what he stands for is something good, even though they see everything around them crumbling. We have a long way to go. We have to keep fighting. People like that, the unfortunate people who have bought into his lies or bought into the lies of the mega movement. I don't know if we're gonna be able ever be able to save them. And I don't care. And you should not care. You should not worry about them. Okay? What you should be worried about is fighting for your democracy. As you go along doing what you need to do and fighting for democracy. If you can get somebody from that side of the house to switch over, fine. That's great. But don't waste your time. Don't waste your time trying to to save someone who doesn't want to be saved. When a man stands there in front of you and says all of these allegations that they put on Trump, you know, even if there is, you know, some truth to it, so what? It's no big deal. He, you, know, he, you know, he was sent by God. He should be able to do what he wants. Yeah, I've heard, certain, saw them say that. A couple of their, uh, those people said that. That even if some of this stuff is true, so what? He was sent by God, so he should be able to do what he wants. So he should be able to bribe, lie, cheat, molest, steal. All of that stuff It's all right. You see how pathetic they are? You see how bad they are. They have gotten to the place when their own ethics has been completely erased. So don't try to save them. Don't worry about them. You stand up and fight for democracy. We had some good wins this week. But as I said, showed you, the stuff that's going on like in places in Tennessee, we still have a ways to go. Just be aware. Years ago, People used to always talk about, you know, the expression woke. Well, you know, that came from the street and the people in the in, in the inner city, in the black community was using that expression to try to get people to not walk around and be naive. You know, you know, stay, you know, stay woke, stay, you know, wake up to what's going on around you. Well, now the the right is trying to use that as a bad thing. Well, it's not a bad thing. Being woke is a good thing. I'd rather be woke than to be brain dead like most of them. So stay woke. Know what's going on. Pay attention. Read. Watch the news. Don't live in la-la land. Live in the real world. That is the only way that we will survive. Okay, that's all for now. Thanks very much. And I will get back to you real soon with some updates that I'm working on, but in the meantime, stay strong, keep fighting, thank you again, okay?